We are approaching the 60th anniversary of the storm of 1962 in Delaware, and joining us to tell us more about the storm and a new retrospective is Edward McWilliams with the Delaware Public Archives. Edward, thanks for your time. We appreciate it. Mm, Sure. Set the table for us and tell us exactly how that storm played out. The violent nor'easter that devastated the Delaware coast occurred on March 6th. 60 years ago, through the 8th in 1962. It was also called the Ash Wednesday Storm or the Great Atlantic Storm. At the time, it was Delaware's worst coastal storm in half a century, and it left about five people dead, two were missing, and thousands homeless. The property loss was estimated in the millions. Statewide damage was estimated to reach 50 million at one point. There were gale force winds up to 50 miles an hour, 90 mile an hour bursts of of, uh, additional winds, and excessive high tides were reported. Delaware's coastline and approximately five miles inland were heavily affected by the storm. The storm really unfolds on March 6th as Governor Albert Carville, um, the governor from Laurel at the time, was making his way home from Wilmington to the town of Laurel. He was listening to a police two-way radio and was um, hearing an unnormal amount of emergency calls coming in, especially along the coast. There were a lot of wires going down, trees, limbs, heavy flooding that was taking place. So he got um, touch of his office and had them make some phone calls to see what was going on. That was about uh, at between two and four in the afternoon. Um, the report came back that there was a storm that was uh, anticipated. The weather report did issue um, a storm for that day. There was a big low-pressure area off the coast, uh, which was being held in place by a high pressure over Canada. And this was keeping the storm in the area, um, which was gaining in force as the evening progressed. Carville was told the storm was um, coming, um, but it was not going to be as bad as what they thought in the beginning. However, that evening, uh, around 10 o'clock, things really were unleashed, and the storm really hit the coast. By March 7th, after another night of battering winds, rains, and tides, access to nearly all of Delaware's coastal community was cut off by the waters, which, again, they were reaching four feet and five feet higher than normal tides. The wind-driven rains battered the shoreline as the rising tides washed away beaches and roads. Houses uh, were overturned in the surf. The boardwalks were destroyed, demolished beachfront businesses all along the boardwalk occurred. And we noted that there was some rescue and emergency workers soon realized that things were getting worse by the hour. In Rehoboth, um, entire sections of the boardwalk were destroyed. The Henlopen Hotel, the Atlantic Sands Hotel suffered extensive damage, and that can be seen in the photographs that we have in the online exhibit. In addition, Dolly's Candy Store um, is photographed about a couple of hours before it fell into the ocean, as well as Funland. You can see a photograph where the front of the building 
has been undermined by the current of the ocean and has fallen off, leaving the carousel exposed to the elements. In the local newspapers, it was reported that the bumper cars uh, had been moved two blocks inland. In addition, the cottages were knocked off their foundations and the seawall was destroyed. That destruction of the seawall really unleashed the damage uh, that was going to occur from the mounting high tides that were going to be experienced. As well, um, down the coast from Fenwick Island all the way up to Delaware City, the damage was quite extensive. In Bethany Beach, most of the beach homes on Atlantic Avenue, which was the main road affronting the beach, were destroyed or displaced. It was reported in the newspapers that in South Bethany, the houses broke up like little cardboard boxes as waves struck their understructures. On Route 14, which is now Route 1, the road was buried under the amount of sand that was displaced by the ocean, breaching the dunes that were adjacent to the, the ocean in that area. Tons and tons of sand. And again, you can see that in the original footage, the, the photographs and the uh, video that was taken at the time uh, showing this immense amount of sand just covering the road 14 and also closing the Indian River Bridge at times. The National Guard was called to maintain order in the area directly after the incident, um, and also the Army Corps of Engineers were called to assess the damage and what to do about rectifying some of the damage. Elsewhere in the state, um, heavy flooding occurred from Fenwick Island, as I said, Newcastle, Bowers Beach. There's some photographs of Milford. Um, they all took the brunt of the storm with heavy water surges. Uh, in addition, several glass windows blew out of a classroom at the Dover Air Force Base, and a tree fell up to the University of Delaware campus, trapping a guard who was making his rounds. Lucky for him, there was a wrought iron fence nearby in which the tree struck, preventing it from hitting him. Um, in Wilmington, the city, they had reported that the Christiana River flooded its banks, as well as high winds damaged some of the buildings in the city. Um, other things that were affected uh, were agricultural lands, as I mentioned, uh, five miles in, uh, were affected by the storm surge, and these um, areas were uh, spread with salt from the ocean, um, preventing early plantings from occurring. In addition, uh, the chicken raisers reported that uh, millions of chickens drowned in the storm due to the high flooding areas of where some of these chicken factories were located. Um, in assessing the storm damage, there are some photographs of Governor Albert Carville looking with a surveying team of the, the damage that occurred. And he writes to President Kennedy, asking him to declare that the Delaware coast should be a disaster area. And again, it's going to be from the Fenwick Island lighthouse area all the way through Delaware City, five miles inland as well. And this uh, designation would make the state eligible for federal aid if it were to be approved. And uh, this information is located in the governor's papers. Um, we have a...
telegram, Western Union telegram from President Kennedy explaining that, yes, that Delaware will be designated as a disaster area and will be eligible for the funds. Um, in the weeks and months that um, go by after the storm has passed, um, assessments and also plans for uh, rebuilding occur. In the governor's papers, uh, Albert Carvel has a lot of correspondence with individuals who lost homes and businesses in the area, and it looks as if there was a lot of communication with insurance companies trying to get money to pay for the damage. Uh, the insurance companies were not looking at um, this damage um, as being um, rectified because it was considered flooding by the insurance companies. But Albert Carver, Carvel and others were saying that, no, it was mostly wind damage that caused the disaster and that that should be covered under insurance policies. Tell us about the collection that, that you've uh, put together, uh, the retrospective of this storm. You've mentioned pictures and some papers, and you know, give us a sense of what people can see. Yes, as, uh, as I mentioned, uh, on our website at um, the Delaware Public Archives.delaware.gov, we have the Storm of 1962, uh, which is a featured online exhibit. And with that exhibit, we have uploaded hundreds of new photographs that were located here at the Delaware Public Archives um, on film. So the film has been processed, and these are brand new pictures of the disaster that are being featured, and they're coming out of several new, uh, I'm sorry, uh, other collections that we had, the Frank Callio collection of photographs and the Purnell collection. Um, so those were two individuals, one from Laurel, uh, who were taking photographs of this damage. And we have just recently processed that film uh, and are now making it accessible to the public online. In addition, you can also see the aerial footage that was taken of the disaster area all up and down the coast, which is uh, online as well. And we also included additional papers from the governor's collection, uh, which are online, which you can see, which include newspaper articles, the telegraphs that I reported about, Carvel sending his telegraph to President Kennedy, and Kennedy responding. Kind of neat to think that uh, here we are 60 years later, and we're still finding new material about this storm. Yes, we've uh, uh, presenting the new material. It's been here in the collections. It's been in the archives. Um, but because of the 60th anniversary, we um, uploaded more of it. We're always looking to create uh, ways to have more information available online uh, for the public to access. Yeah, and it's also great that uh, it's accessible to anybody who can get online. Tell us where you go to see this. Yes, you would go to the Delaware Public Archives website, which is at archives.delaware.gov, and then you would go into the digital archives, online exhibits, and you will see the Storm Photo Gallery of 1962. What stuck out to you as uh, uh, being uh, the most interesting, the most significant, as you look at the collection, what, uh, what resonates with you? 
I think the sheer devastation uh, that was created by the storm. The storm having to sit here off the coast of Delaware was about a thousand miles into the Atlantic, pushing the high winds, as I mentioned, 50 miles an hour, 90 miles an hour gusts, pushing the water. Uh, there were 40 foot waves reported and the additional high tides, that was just a, uh, a, a, just a, a very um, traumatic event, I imagine, for the individuals who experienced it. As I mentioned, the storm was noted by the weather uh, stations at the time. Um, they didn't have uh, satellites at the time uh, to m navigate the storm. They were going by barometric pressure. Um, and for the storm to have sat there for three days, uh, taking a toll on the, the shore. The web address again is archives.delaware.gov. Edward McWilliams is with mm -hmm. the Delaware Public Archives. Uh, Edward, thanks for uh, taking time to tell us about this. I can't wait to see it. Thank you, Chris.